Hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, Sarah B, coming at you from my new podcast. Guess where? Doing the damn thing. Um, so I just turned 28, like a week and a half ago, and I've been thinking a lot about what I want this year to look like. And most of it involves creating in some way. And so I guess this is where the inspiration came for this podcast people have asked me for a YouTube channel. I've been looking at exploring that medium. Although I don't know how I feel about being in front of a camera for prolonged periods of times and editing. And I don't know, I get too self-conscious once I know that I'm producing something that possibly more than the four Instagram followers that I have might see. Um, But I've been writing a lot and I've just really had a lot of thoughts about what it means to be in a phase in your life that you're not necessarily comfortable with and you don't really know where your life's going to go. I mean, people come for me, come to for come to me <laughs> for advice all the time and I can't follow my own advice and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Um I don't know what this is going to be. I really am kind of just trying this medium out and seeing how much I enjoy doing it, I guess. Kind of, I'm not going to lie, sitting here talking to my phone like I'm talking to myself is kind of weird. I have to envision talking to somebody, so let me just picture anybody, okay? (laughs) Um, Alright, so let's get into the topic, I guess, which is, again, turning 28, getting older, being a woman in today's society figuring out what it means to find purpose in your life. Um, I'm not going to lie, it's been pretty difficult, especially being the oldest out of my friend group and seeing a lot of my younger friends finding where they are and what they want to do. And I had a bunch of plans for my life and I just none of them have been able to be fulfilled in the way that I wanted them to be and of course those who are close to me know that there are personal family reasons why I didn't um you know go to law school or why I'm in this weird phase of trying to figure out where I'm going but you know it's not entirely that situation's fault as to like why I haven't made that jump into the next phase of my life. I'm not going to lie, it's pretty fucking scary jumping into a grad school that you're not 100% sure that you want to do, you know, and I think I kind of figured out early on that I wasn't 100% sure that I wanted to be a lawyer, Um, you know, part of the prestige that comes with it or, you know, the money and all of that, it kind of, of course, it calls your attention, right? But that's never been like my passion and I kept thinking what's my passion what is my passion and every time I would think about it I kept coming to a dead end or to like a wall and I couldn't figure out what I was passionate about and what I wanted to do about that passion or how I wanted to turn that into some kind of career um I write you know I write I write well I would say. I mean, (laughs) I enjoy how I write. But of course, you always have that fear in the back of your head that it's not going to be good enough by any means. So I write, I hit dead ends, I 
fail and, you know, and I've been doing the safe thing for so long. And now I'm kind of in a situation where I am completely out of my element. I am not working in a typical job. I, fun fact, everybody, for those listening and for people who have wondered what I've been up to the past year, um, I deliver food. (laughs) So it has been a humbling experience for me because my entire life I've held positions where I, they were, I don't want to say like prestigious, but like, you know, I worked in an office. I made good money. I worked in insurance. Insurance is a really good business and I was good at it. And then I quit my job and I decided to start working with someone else to start our own insurance business. And then things in my family situation kind of took a turn for the worst. And so my attention had to be taken away from that. And I wasn't making money. You know, it's it's a lot harder when you're just making, you know, trying to find new clients and starting a business and not having any money to pay your bills. And so I had to find something else to do. And so I started delivering, um, you know, with like DoorDash and fucking Favor and at first I was like, oh, cool, yeah, like, this is, this is cool, like, this is good money, you know, I'm not going to be here very long, like, I'll find something else, and I don't know what's been going on, I've been applying and applying and applying and applying all these different places, and I keep getting rejected, and so, of course, turning 28, about eight, well, let me see, six, seven months later, after first starting this position, or this type of work, And I've had to really reflect a lot about what it meant for me and what could I do now to be proactive about my life. Because let's be completely honest, I feel completely out of control of where my life is going. Um, I'm a pretty big believer in, you know, like everything happens for a reason and fate and destiny. But at the same time, I feel like we do have some sort of control over our lives right um (laughs) but right now I feel completely completely out of control and so it made me think like what does it mean to have control of your life like what what does a perfect life look like and I think to myself like what what do I want out of my life right now that would make it perfect So first things first, I had to think about what the perfect life looked like for me. And by perfect, obviously, I mean subjectively perfect. Um, You know, I don't want to be this person that, you know, has a certain body type or whatever. I just feel like, I don't know, like I'm so career centric and relationship centric and I just, I kind of need both of those things to have a life that makes me feel fulfilled which is stupid because I've never actually explored any other avenue um, of fulfillment like creativity I'm good at it I'm good at music and I'm good at writing and I'm good at hopefully other things that make me I'm good I'm a great cook but for some reason I keep focusing on the career aspect and the relationship aspect or the lack thereof, I think right now. And so what I am going to try to do 
is I've created a challenge for myself and it's 28 days to happy and it takes 28 days to make a habit um, or to form a habit and I figured hey I'm 28 <laughs> let's start every single day um, focusing on something that makes me happy in my life right now and you know I'm going to share a little tidbit with you guys um, about today's day number one of happy and it just was cooking <laughs> and it's so small but I hardly get to cook for myself anymore I mean driving around all day you really don't have the opportunity to come home and to I mean I live far so it's like coming home is a hassle and to to eat something and making myself breakfast in the morning is a hassle and so I'm in this like vicious cycle of eating out and not saving money and spending too much money and being always broke and trying to figure shit out. So coming home and be able, being able to make myself a meal that really wasn't that good. (laughs) Going to be completely honest, it was something that I had tried making for the very first time. Um, I'm weird like that. I get like weird ansias or whatever the word is for trying to make something that I've never done before and then I just get like this craving for it and and then I try it and I do it and I usually fail but I it's a failure that I'm never upset about which is something very interesting and I might psychoanalyze later when I play this back for myself um but I never feel like a failure with cooking with the exception of the time that I made French macarons macarons um they, the first time I made them, it was, okay, so story time. I decided to make French macarons before we, as a family, had taken a trip to San Antonio. This is about two months ago, almost, ooh, coming up on two months. Um, and everything just felt like the world was crumbling around me. I mean, obviously, shit in the news and shit in my life and shit that I'm going through with my family and just shit shit like literally raining down shit (laughs) all over and so I felt like oh and I should probably mention too that I had already gotten rejected by probably four companies that I had applied for I had interviews for two never got a call oh no interviews for three actually got rejected on all of them the last one I didn't even hear from and they're all different positions you know and it's like paralegal positions and university positions and it's just different things and I was at my wits end I was I'm pretty much done you know with delivering at this point I'm getting frustrated it's like you know some days are really good for money other days it's like really slow and the pressure of having to catch up on my bills and you know I'm three perpetually three months behind because of those three months that I was working with someone else um doing my own insurance business and you know so of course like you're in this vicious cycle and I decided to make French macarons macarons I'm gonna say it wrong during the podcast I'm sorry macarons is the way you're supposed to say it anyway I digress and I was like so certain because I'm fairly certain when it comes to baking at least cooking mm, I still have stuff to work on I always undercook pasta for some reason because I'm afraid it's gonna get too mushy and I like it al dente anyway um and so I was like 
easy. Like knowing that this is the hardest thing you can make, one of the hardest things you can make in the baking world, the culinary world, whatever. But I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking make these macaroons and y'all gonna see that I can actually fucking succeed at something. And you know what happened? (laughs) I fucking failed. I failed so hard. Okay, I don't know what the hell I did wrong. I followed every tip and trick that they had given that I had had done extensive research on YouTube and read and looked at all these different recipes and followed the, you know, the tips and tricks and figuring out what the hell I'm going to, you know, how to make sure that the humidity level is not too high, make sure that the oven setting is great. I bought a silclat, which is where you dry the cookies on and put them on parchment and a couple different things, whatever. And I failed. They broke. They they broke and they were terrible tasting. They were like too sweet. So obviously the recipe I had used was not great. So I'm sitting in my kitchen, right? Obviously posting this shit on Instagram thinking, hey, I'm so cute. I'm gonna do the damn thing. It's gonna be great. And no, to fall flat on my face. And again, I was humbled and I figured out, you know what? Like, don't stop remake them and so I fucking kept remaking the batches I'm pretty sure my mom at this point was like um are you okay like (laughs) do you need help and not in the sense of do you need help in the kitchen like do you need mental help and I'm like I'm gonna make these damn french cookies and they're gonna taste delicious and I'm gonna love them and they're gonna be great and so I did and so I'm not mastered oh god it's so funny because I decided I was like I'm gonna sell these cookies thinking that once I got it right that I was gonna be consistent about it no what they don't tell you is that every single time the variables change the temperatures change everything changes and it's just that's why they're so expensive if you ever try to go buy one at like a bakery oh my goodness excuse me they are dumb expensive because they take a lot of work and so um but anyway that was that story and it made me just think about life (laughs) and I was talking to a friend about this story and she kind of made a cute joke about saying like you know when shit's going bad just remember the macaroons and and it's true so where am I going with this right I'm trying to figure out Basically, what I'm trying to say here is that even though you might feel like everything's going to shit and your cookies turn out gross, there's always the opportunity to have a redo. And even in cases where you feel like maybe not, you know, maybe it's good job situation or a relationship situation you know what girl maybe that batch just wasn't good and you just need to throw it away and fucking forget about it or what I'm trying to say is shit's not that serious fam there's always some way that you can change your circumstances even when you feel like you're completely out of control and like all the variables are working against you And I guess I'm just having to remind myself of that right now. Especially because I'm such a strong believer in 
the universe has a plan, you know? But when you're in the midst of the plan and you're like me, an impatient Aries, you kind of start second guessing everything and you start to question all of your beliefs. And maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's good that you're constantly questioning yourself and constantly wanting to do better. But fam, at some point you got to quit, man. Like, I don't mean quit life. I don't mean quit the game. I mean, like, quit overthinking about everything just let shit happen the way it's supposed to happen and as long as you're working towards something you know and you're not 38 living in your mama's basement eating takeout every night and living off of your parents social security like no shade to anybody but I know y'all out there okay I know I know there's people just constantly work on bettering yourself so I want to leave you with this, Um, even though this podcast is sort of erratic and I really, it's more of a stream of consciousness, um, the format, I guess. I still want to say, whoever's listening right now, maybe even just to myself, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Shit can always be worse. Shit can always be better. But you're in the situation you're in right now to learn something. And me, I guess what I'm learning right now is just to be humble and to, you know, sit down in the words of Kendrick Lockham. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. All right. But no, but in all seriousness, what I'm learning right now is to just enjoy the moments that I have. Because if I wasn't working this job, I wouldn't be able to have the time to work out in the mornings like I do with my cousin because trust me, like it's weird because even though I work out from like nine, I'm sorry, even though I work from nine to like in the morning to 10 at night or, you know, 10 to 10 or, you know, I have crazy shifts, I still have the ability to get up earlier and, you know, not have to be in an office. And if I have a slow day, I can kind of just dick around if I really want to. I don't, but if I really wanted to, I don't have to work on certain days. And I have that freedom, you know, financially, no, but I'm learning how to fucking be more financially responsible and, you know, not eat out as much. Although there are so many good restaurants. (laughs) But anyway, so like I was saying, oh my God, it's super, by the way, I'm recording this episode at like 1.30 in the morning. Um, just in case you were wondering, um, I am a night owl by nature and I do have to be up for workouts in the morning. But like I said, had I not been doing what I was doing now, I wouldn't be able to spend time, as much time with my family um, as I have been. And I have learned that they are an integral part to my spiritual development Um, my mental health, my, you know, and I wouldn't be in a place mentally that I am right now if I was still working at the shitty job that I hated, you know, and I'm not talking about having my own business. I quit another insurance position again, just because it was fucking terrible and toxic. Um, and you know, you have to remind yourself that, you're in this position for a reason. And
And despite how much of a control freak you are, the universe just kind of knows what she's doing. You gotta trust it. Yeah, bitch, you gotta trust it. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed my random ramblings. Um, I still don't know what I'm going to name this podcast. Um, I guess you'll find out once it's published. So thank you for listening to blank, blank, blank. (laughs) Uh, It's me, Sarah B. Uh, Have a good night and good fortunes. Bye.